Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Diecast Movie Podcast. My name is Michaela Turk, and I'm joined here with my dad, Steve, and my brother, Ben. And this week, we brought you an episode about... We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast for an important news bulletin. This podcast contains spoiler warnings. Spoiler warnings. We will disclose the plot and key events of this movie we are about to review. If you have not seen said movie as listed in the title, please refrain from watching the podcast if you are afraid of spoilers. Thank you very much and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. We're going to be reviewing Jungle Cruise today. Yes, that is right. We are doing a new movie, a very new movie. We're breaking our streak of die rolls to do Jungle Cruise, the new Disney film that came out, film that came out recently. For this movie, we are going to have Michaela give a nice little summary to the film. Let's hit it. Okay, so this movie, Dr. Lily Houghton. Houghton, is that how you say it? Yes, probably. Halton or Halton? Halton. Yes. Enlists the aid of wisecracking skipper Frank Wolf to take her down the Amazon in a ramshackled boat. Together, they search for an ancient tree that holds the power to heal. A discovery that will change the future of medicine forever. That's something, Ben? Also, unfortunately for him, she drags her brother Mordecai with her. It's McGregor. McGregor with her. And here's the trailer for the movie. So what are you doing out here? There is a legend in the jungles of the Amazon of a tree that heals all. It could change the world, but if it gets into the wrong hands, it could awaken a great evil. I believe that the legend is real. Which it's not. And I'm going to find it. Which you want. And when I do, just imagine the lives that could be saved. I've been looking for this tree longer than anybody. I've tracked the legend to every village, every island. Nothing. You're searching for something that can't be found. But you've never had the key. Let's do something that's safe. Let's go see some elephants. There are no elephants in the Amazon, and I don't even like elephants. Lady, everybody likes elephants. Know this about the jungle. Everything that you see wants to kill you, and can. Careful. They can smell fear. I am not afraid. Oh my gosh. Who brings a submarine to the Amazon? Foya! So we hope you all enjoyed listening to that trailer. So as we did say at the beginning of the podcast, this episode will include spoilers for the movie Jungle Cruise. So if you don't want any spoilers, now is the time to turn off the podcast and go watch the movie before listening to the podcast. Um, So I'm just going to give you a couple more seconds to turn it off if you're going to turn it off. 
And we're going into the review. Yes. So, how first of all, how we watched this movie was we got the premium access, access on Disney+. Plus. We watched it as a family. It was Ben, our youngest brother, Patrick, mom, our mom's parents came over, and I watched it, and then dad watched it. Separately because yeah, I was separately. working at the he time they were watching work. it. So, um... That's how we watched it. So you can watch it that way or you can go to the theaters and watch it right now. Um, It's not, as of this time of the recording, it's not yet available just for normal Disney Plus customers. You have to get the premium access in order to watch it currently. But it was really good. So who wants to start with some likes of the movie? I would love to start with some likes. I greatly enjoyed um, Dr. Lily's style of escaping people it seemed very similar to the robert downey jr sherlock holmes movies to me in the way that they did things at times because it was like sliding down one thing and kicking this so that this thing falls on this person it was very reminiscent of jack sparrow's harrowing escapes in the pirates of the caribbean movies that as well that as well yeah which is also another fantastic movie based on a disney ride and just to get this out all of us here love the ride, the Jungle Cruise. It, every time we go to Disney World or Disneyland, um, that's one of the things we always have to do is the Jungle Cruise, Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, all those types of rides is a staple for our family. And we love, yes, love. The jokes. The dad jokes. Oh, they're <laughs> so good. I was so happy in the movie when um, The Rock's character, Frank, was taking that group of people on their jungle cruise that it was basically like going on the ride and it was great and they included my favorite one the boulder attractions series no 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 no. everybody takes those ones for granted my favorite (laughs) (laughs) my favorite one is the eighth wonder of the world the back side of water. water Oh, Which looks so exactly good. like the front side. <laughs> oh, don't be like that girl in the ride, you know, on the boat. You know, oh. so. But I love it how, as he's saying these, the people are just looking at him like, really? And they're like groaning and cringing, and it's the best. But later on in the movie, when he gets to the, the Jungle Cruise popper, there is one person that appreciates all of his good jokes. McGregor. McGregor loves the. <laughs> You see, you could tell that Frank knew McGregor would appreciate the jokes from the beginning. He even goes like, hey, McGregor, such and such and such. And then McGregor's like, and Lily's like, never talk again. It's so good. And I love how in the um, beginning when you first meet Lily and McGregor, so McGregor's given this like speech at like some kind of science society association thing. Um, and this is set during World War One, so this is like 1914, yes. 16, 1916. So at this science society, they don't accept women to participate or actually have valid ideas. So Lily wrote this whole speech out, and McGregor is giving it in her stead because she's not able to. So she's kind of sitting in the balcony where like all the the secretaries sit 
So she's up there, and then McGregor's giving this speech, and then he starts losing the crowd. And so he looks at his flashcards where Lily wrote, if it goes downhill, stall. Read slowly. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and, and then he starts, he accidentally smears a whole card with his finger. So then he just starts trying to wing it. He's like, these flowers could cure things such as yellow fever, another fever. Hey, fever. Fever, fever. <laughs> yeah. It can clear all the fevers. <laughs> and also, yep. the colds. <laughs> Jake Whitehall does a great job as mm-hmm. McGregor. I mean, he's just, he's just. It's so good. All of the characters in this movie did excellent jobs. The actors did excellent jobs. They did. It was it was so good. And so then while McGregor is stalling, Lily goes to steal this arrowhead that's the key to finding the petals of the moon, flowers of the moon. Yeah, to finding this magical flower that can cure all illnesses. Tears of the moon. There we go. Tears of the in moon. In the Amazon rainforest, where all amazing adventure movies are set, apparently. Yes. And so she goes up there, and of course this arrowhead has been acquired by the association through a collection of artifacts owned by Albert Falls. Yes. Which is great because Albert Falls is a member of the SEA, the Society of Explorers and Adventurers, and he is the original founder of the Jungle Cruise Corporation that runs the Jungle Cruise in Disneyland and all of that kind of place. And his, I think it's is it his granddaughter, um, Alberta Falls, is the one who runs it currently and started the Skipper Canteen and stuff in Disney World. So I I greatly enjoyed that nod to Disney lore and everything. I don't know if everybody got that when I was watching it with my family, but I enjoyed it. So did I. It was just, it had, it had a lot of nods to the ride. It went through it. And basically for people that haven't seen this, and again, if you haven't seen it, you're going to get spoiled, like we said already. It's like a little bit of the Brandon Fraser mummy movies with um, Indiana Jones, with Pirates of the Caribbean, with a little bit of the African Queen yep. from Humphrey Bogart and Lauren uh, Catherine Hepburn um, in there because the way Frank is dressed, the way Lily's dressed, the, the ship itself. Yes, and that's um, also partially because when they actually made the Jungle Cruise rides, one of the Imagineers who was doing the concept for it drew inspiration from the African Queen movie. Yes, well, this movie <laughs> was very well done. It, yeah, I don't. We I broke don't Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so I. It's. It's fairly well-paced. It has lots of fast and slow bits, like the boat. Well, I like how all throughout, like, once once Lily gets um, Frank to take her on the river and they, like, head out, kind of all throughout the journey, Frank's kind of trying to get her to turn back and, like, give up. And he takes her over the, like, rapids and he's like, she chose that path. Yes, this is true. He was going to go down this, like, longer, kind of calmer path, and she's like, nope, if we go this way, it's faster. We save two days. And he's like, 
you know there are rapids there, right? And she's like, but it's faster. And he's like, if you okay. want to take a bath, that's up to you. Oh, yes. Lily is cannot swim and is therefore yep. afraid of water. Exactly. So he takes them down the way with the rapids. And as he's steering them through the rapids, he's kind of like, do you want to turn back now? As they're approaching this giant rock. And she's like, nope. And so he turns and gets in the way, and he's like, the next rock is coming out. He's like, how about now? And then eventually they're facing this waterfall. And he's not paying attention. (laughs) Uh, They're going straight for it, and he's not really looking at anything. And then all of a sudden he realizes they're about to die (laughs) and saves them at the last minute. Yep. Yeah, and one of the things I loved about it was the chemistry that Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt had. They really were able to play off each other and, and, and do a great job. And both of them had moments throughout the movie. And, he, and even um, um, Jack Whitehall had a nice scene at the, during the movie too, where it wasn't, it didn't seem like he was totally this guy that could not do anything except be the damsel in distress at one point mm-hmm. um, type character. And uh, so it was, I, I just enjoyed it. And of course, Lily's nickname in the movie was Pants because she was always wearing pants, which reminded me a lot of Catherine Hepburn, who just always wear pants in the movies and people. It, it, you know, it goes against those early stereotypes, you know, and that kind of thing. There are people, that, there were women that back then that did that, and, you know, they stood out and got ridiculed by the people at the times, but obviously things, because of them, things have changed down the road. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it was probably even weirder for Frank because he is like a uh, 400-year-old dude. <laughs> um, this is probably one of the biggest spoilers we're going to say. Frank is cursed to stay in this river's vicinity and has been for several hundred years. Yes. So kind of the legend that like Lily um, talks about the most is this conquistador... Um, Asera? Asira? I don't know. It was Frank's brother. Frank's real Aguirre. name is Francisco. There we go. Aguirre. Um, went to the Amazon with a bunch of other Spanish conquistadors to try and find the Tears of the Moon tree. To save his daughter. Yes, to save his daughter. Yes. Well, she doesn't know that until Frank tells her. Yeah. It's to save his daughter. And um, so kind of the whole... Like journey, she's like telling Frank all about this legend and about this map she has that was drawn by Agira's cartographer and how it's like this beautiful map. It's like the greatest thing ever. And then later, Frank's like, yeah, I drew that. It's my map. That's why he knew if you take that turn, it was going to take the rapids and all the other stuff because he'd been searching for the tree for hundreds of years and finally just gave up. And um, decided to instead give Jungle Cruise <laughs> Well, you got to do something with your time. Yeah. And, and always raise and train an exotic cat. Yep. Oh, yes. You also see him when he was like, yeah, I got kind of bored over the while. And then you see him. He was like, yeah, I built a town. I made some friends. Those friends left. So then I decided to make a boat. And then when I was on my boat, I tried to find the tree, but I couldn't find the tree. So I started finding other things to do with my time, like give jungle cruises and learn guitar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, you, fig- you can figure it out throughout the movie as things slowly get revealed about Frank's boat. 
that he was clearly this guy from 400 years ago who had been with the group. For example, when they find his, uh, Lily breaks into his captain's quarters and finds all of the maps. It was like, how obvious do you need to be? This guy is clearly the truth. He's got like 30 of the same map. And he's cursed like the other conquistadors to stay within sight of the river. Exactly. And he traps the other ones away from the river. And that's why he ends up mutating or changing into different um, creatures when they get unleashed by the prince from Germany. Yes. Yes. There's also this evil German prince that's after the Tears of the Moon flowers, so that way he can win the war for Germany. And so he takes his submarine to the Amazon to, you know, try and get it. Because, you know, that's the logical conclusion. He was also a really compelling villain throughout the movie. He did a lot of devious deeds. Well, he, he moved the plot along, and also... Looking for Disney references, his his submarine to me had a lot with the uh, Nautilus. Yes. And I'm old enough, were you two un- were unlucky, where I was able to ride the um, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, the submarine ride, the Nautilus ride at Disney World before it got shut down, I think, in the 90s, somewhere in that. Yeah, I think there's still a Nautilus ride, but it's in, I think, Tokyo Disney Sea. Um, so you'd have to go to Japan to ride it. Um which we have not, nor probably will we. There's too for much Studio Ghibli things in Japan for me to think about Disney while I would be there. Too much Godzilla. Oh, I I totally go to Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. They're, they're supposedly building a film park for Godzilla. Actually, you know what? Now that That's I said cool. that, wouldn't Studio Ghibli stuff be with Disney stuff because now Ghibli's owned by Disney? Not, that's a whole other conversation. That I'm not sure if they're owned or if it's, they have the rights to the movies. Yeah, but we'll get into that. that that's, that's another. A, I don't know. A whole different thing. So another group of characters that I wanted to talk about were the Puka Machuna. Oh, the right? the native headhunter yes. people. Um, with Trader Sam. Yes, with Trader Sam. Oh, I'm so glad they included Trader Sam in the movie, and. I knew as soon as they said Trader Sam and Lily and Trader Sam were talking and Lily was like, you like the hat? You can keep that. I was like, oh, it's going to be a top hat. It's going to be. A-. And then she got a top hat. And I was like, yes. Yes, Trader Sam. Yeah, Veronica Falcone, Falcone played Trader Sam. And um, she did a re- really good job because she was she knew Frank's back history, but that did not let it get out. And um when the conquistadors like, came, she her people really fought hard. And she did have like some witty witty one line. So how they find out that Frank is this like four hundred year old conquistador is Agira, the leg lead evil conquistador, um, stabs him through the heart with a sword and then he falls out of the tree of the native peoples and into the river. It hits like every branch on the way down. Yes, he does. He hits As all is of them. his tendency. And um, so then later Lily finds him like washed up on the side of the river and um, then he, you know, he wakes up and then so she and McGregor are looking at him like, you, you have something sticking out of your back there, Frank. And he's like, oh, yeah, I might have forgotten to mention that I'm a 400 year old cursed conquistador. I cannot die. Yeah. Or leave sight of the river. It was like, oh, by the way, my real name is actually, I'm a 
Francisco. <laughs> and and I was raised uh, by Aguirre's father. And he is like a brother to me. <laughs> and I like how Trader Sam was, was helping Lily with clues on how to get the sword pulled out. Frank was just enjoying the moment. Like, yeah, you got to put your foot on him and really pull. <laughs> yep. And then McGregor kept going like, well, I could. Uh, and then Frank's like, no, <laughs> you may not help. Actually, was that the scene where McGregor covered the one girl's eyes so she didn't see yes. it, and then he and passes then he out? Passes. Yeah, oh, that was that was great. It, it was, was great. So the timing that he, the timing again that 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 Jack Whitehall had was just perfect. He just don't flop right over, and uh, it was he had good. There was a lot of good com- comedic timing by everybody, and it was just mm-hmm. it's a fun thrill ride of a movie. Yeah. And the core cast was extraordinary. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was very good. It was great. Oh, I was so happy. I've been waiting so long for this movie to come out because it was supposed to come out last summer in like 2020, and then the pandemic happened, so then it didn't come out. So I am so excited that it's finally out and that I've gotten to see it. It really just makes me want to go and ride the Jungle Cruise, but I can't do that because I don't live in Florida or California. And I got to say, I'm really hoping that the movie does well in the box office so they'll make a second one because <laughs> it was so good. Well, currently it has a budget of $200 million and as of this recording, it's reported it's made $120 million plus $30 million with Disney+. Plus. So that's like $150 million. So if it keeps on that trajectory it should make make its money back but it's hard to tell with the current climate with films and movies and and all that stuff how how box office is going to be judged nowadays i mean so it's it's kind of hard to say and so then they do they do find the tree of the moon um and they break frank's curse well not at first at first they don't break frank's curse so they find the tree of the moon, but then McGregor, when when the conquistadors were attacking the native people, um, McGregor like turned his ankle or broke or like he hurt his leg. Yeah, he like rolled his ankle. Yeah, so he couldn't really walk very well. So um, Frank and Lily left him with Trader Sam while they continued on to the tree of the moon, but then um, the German prince. So, McGregor and Trader Sam are in this little rowboat rowing along the They're Amazon. In a canoe. A well, canoe. a canoe. They're okay. in a canoe They're going a canoe. down the river. Canoe going down the river. And then underneath of them, it's just this like submarine the just starts coming up. Like, right underneath. Like, they're on top of the submarine. And the hatch opens, and you just see the German prince. And he's like, well, hello there. And Trader Sam just looks at him, and he's like, Yeet. I'm out Yeets of this. herself right off the boat. Yep. And, and just then, swims away. Yep. And then there's just McGregor, and he's like, oh, hello. Because <laughs> McGregor was about to see what Trader Sam was going to do, and she had immediately left. <laughs> he was kind of like, oh, crap. No I'm good deals there. One. Trader Sam has to go. <laughs> yep. And so then um, the prince forces McGregor to tell him where his sister and Frank are. And so then he follows them. But he doesn't want to tell the conquistadors where they are. He wants to, the prince guy wants to double cross the conquistadors. So he like kills all of the B conquistadors, B 
bees. He thinks he, he's killed them all. Thinks he's he's missed one. Oh, you gotta explain that the bees were a messenger sent by the conquistador that was like honey covered. Comb. In, yeah, he loved yeah. himself because he said, "I'm delicious." You know, he liked licking the honey, and so the bees may, were living in his body. So when his body got reanimated, it he had control over the bees, and so he sent the bees to let the the prince know where to go, where like where to where find to find the the river boat, the river yeah. where they were at, and but he was supposed to then when when McGregor was pointing at the map, all the bees started to go down to look at the map, and he started the prince swatted them and killed them so they wouldn't know, but he missed the bee. Yes, he missed the bee, so then the conquistadors were able to follow them. So they all kind of end up at this tree. And so this tree only blooms during like this certain moon. Yeah, it's like the full moon or something. It's not the full moon. It's I forget what exactly what they called it. But it's kind of like a crescent e moon. Anyway, there's a hole like... in this chamber and the moon has to be at a certain point passing through the hole of the chamber and then the tree a blood moon is what they a call blood it. moon there we go blood moon and then it lights up and brings the tree to life but then as it passes out of the opening the tree starts to die um and dang i gotta say this is the fastest movement i've ever seen from the moon it's so quick <laughs> Well, I think part of it, it was near the end of its cycle anyway when they activated it, mm-hmm. when they put the um, the the heart in and everything else and activated yeah. the whole thing. So I think that was part of it, where if they would have been, if they would have had it ahead of time and, and been ready to go, they would have had a, a lot more time, way more time. But so I think they only had minutes when they did, when it all got there. So that's why, I, I, yes, you're right, the moon passes quickly, but I think that was just because of the timing of when they activated Mm-hmm. The magic. Yes. And so then um, Frank had made this deal with the prince that he would help them bring the tree to life uh, and that the prince would leave McGregor and Lily alone and in return Frank would get one petal from the tree. And then um, later when he was trying to activate it, Lily was going to help him and she said, but I also want a petal. Um, and so the prince said, you both want a petal? I will only give you one petal. And then he asked Frank, he's like, would you give up your petal for her? And Frank's like, she'd have to kill me first. Wink. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Because you know he's in the mortal 400-year-old thing being that can't die. I would call him undead. Well, he's alive. forever not die. <laughs> I, I think he's, he's still alive, but. Yeah. Whatever you want to go with, you can go with. I mean, it's he's, he's mm-hmm. still there, and he gets better. He does. He does get better. He gets worse before he gets better, though. But he well, gets better. Sometimes you got to go through to, to the darkest, to the darkest before the dawn. You know. mm-hmm. The darkest mm-hmm. night before the dawn. Yes. And so then, once they bring the tree to life, then they're trying to get the petals, and so then Lily is like trying to sabotage the Germans from getting the pedals and then trying to go race to get the last pedal before it all disintegrates. And then the conquistadors show up and are killing the Germans because they cheated them. And uh, Lily is able to get one pedal 
And Frank saves McGregor. Yes, and Frank saves McGregor. And then Lily, like, passes the pedal on to Frank. And then the conquistadors are chasing Frank. And And then Frank lets McGregor off the boat and says, McGregor, tell this to Lily. And puts the boat into overdrive, heading straight for the entrance where there's some rocks to crash into. To block the river. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the conquistadors are following after Frank, trying to catch up and get him so they can get the pedal. And then McGregor and Lily are back by the tree. And Lily's like, what did Frank tell you? And McGregor's like, he said to tell you that you would have been enough for his world, I think. Yeah, something something like like that. that. Oh, he also let his giant cheetah Proxima off the boat. And told the Jaguar. 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 And told more Proxima to protect McGregor. McGregor. And that Proxima was in charge. But this is also around the time when uh, McGregor gets to take out the prince. Yes, <laughs> yes. That is true. It is McGregor's, like, hero moment. Prince comes up thinking he's going to kill them all, take the flower. And all of a sudden, McGregor just kind of goes, you know what? To heck with this. I'm going to just punch him. And then he basically just beats the crap out of the prince. One punch. Knocks him into Multiple a wall. Punches. He punched him like eight times. It's just, it was like one punch is all he needed, though. Because he, he had that yeah. one punch that was always... It was established... Strong form. It was established that both Lily and McGregor had strong punching form because Frank got punched by him by accident, sometimes on purpose. And every time he said, they have good form, strong form. Yeah. <laughs> yes. His last punch knocks the prince back into this wall and all of a sudden you just hear go crack and then boom boulder falls on him no more prince exactly just pancake yep and mcgregor looks extremely satisfied though he did say that's not exactly how he planned it (laughs) yep and so then when lily realizes that frank is going to block the river so that way um the conquistadors who are also cursed like Frank will get turned to stone because the jungle will try to take them back to within sight of the river, but it won't be able to get them there because they'll be stuck. She tries to run after him, but she is too late for his boat crashes into the the wall and blocks the river, and then they are drawn back to the wall by the vines of the jungle and turned to stone. I mean, until they go and cure Frank, but, you know. (laughs) Yes, then Lily and McGregor and Proxima go over and they, Lily gets the flower petal from McGregor that um, Frank had clandestinely hid with him and she puts it into Frank's mouth. At first, they don't think it's going to work. So then they start to walk away, but Proxima stays. And then you just see the cracks start to appear on Frank, glowing the magical pink of the flower, and then Proxima makes happy kitty noises, and then Lily and McGregor stop, and Lily is like, Frank. And then they go back, and then Frank comes out of the stone, and he is cured, he is no longer cursed, he can leave the jungle, leave the Amazon, live an actual mortal human life. And one more tear blooms in the waning things as she gets her research. Well, it's it's kind of like the moon comes back for a hot second. <laughs> yeah, the moon. We're like, oh, you thought I was gone? Psych, no, I'm back. 
And then one more petal blooms. And then yeah. it goes back to them being in England. And McGregor is giving a speech to this society. Oh, this was like the ultimate diss track, drop the mic, I'm done with you <laughs> yes. moment. Oh, my God. McGregor, like... Rips them to shreds. He doesn't even need a speech for this one. That's how confident he was walking in there. Yeah. he. So, basically, the association had offered extended an invitation to Lily to join their association now that she did all this cool research and stuff. And McGregor's kind of like, you are not worthy of our adventure. You extend this invitation to my sister now after she's done all of this stuff? Psh, no. And he's like, she told me to come and respectfully decline your invitation, but I'm not going to do it respectfully. You can take your association and stick it up your association. No, you can take your back. invitation and shove it up your association. And all of the women in the audience that were sitting where Lily was before are clapping and dying. <laughs> They're like, like standing ovations. They're cheering loudly like you can tell. They've been waiting for somebody They're to like, do this. Yes, you go McGregor, number one. Uh, and all the old crusty dudes are like, you blasphemous fool. It's so good. So, I think we all love this movie. That's correct. I love it so much. It's so good. 10 out of 10 would recommend. There you have it, folks. It's got a 10 out of 10 from Ben. He would recommend it. That is correct. He does recommend the movie. Yeah, I recommend the movie also. I mean, to me, the only thing was a little bit much was had a little too much CGI um, in some parts where it could have been nice to have some more. I, I, I like practical effects a lot, but you know, I enjoyed it. It was a fun ride. I mean, it's, 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 it's part, it's a lot like the jungle cruise ride and it's a lot like other rides that we mentioned, you know, um, that you can get at Disney world. It's, it's fun. It's family entertaining. It's, what I would like to call a good popcorn flick, where if you're just eating your popcorn, you'd enjoy it and have a fun time, leave off a smile on your face type of movie, which is what you would normally get when you got off a ride at Disney World or Disneyland. You have a smile on your face when you get off the Jungle Cruise and you're happy and you go to the next ride and enjoy that one. So, yes, it's, it's, it's very entertaining. It fits the bill with the name of the movie. And um, whether they do a sequel to it or not, I really don't mind because you did. To me, sometimes everybody always wants another movie, another movie, another sequel, or whatever. I enjoy this one. It stands on its own. So, I recommend it. I also recommend this movie. It was wonderful. I'm glad that Disney decided to do a movie based on the Jungle Cruise. It's amazing. I totally recommend it. You should all watch this movie. It's great. I'm really hoping for more movies featuring the SEA we're setting it up. Yes. Yeah, the Society more. of Adventurous Explorers. Yes. Uh, I I really wish they'd add, like, do little nods to them in more movies and stuff. So I think that's it for us today, folks. So before I play some outro music off, I'm going to send us off with this wonderful saying. Kongaloosh.